in a white church in the middle of the wood. A following Trump just the best they could. Some folks like a man, some folks don't. A cussing and a fighting in the old church hall. If you don't agree, better leave them alone. My great beer dogs and burn your home with a little white church. When the church doors open, anything goes. Republican fundamental Christians go with a little white church. Welcome. Yeah, baby. Take it. Yes. Just like it. Oh, just like that. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to baste that turkey, ma'am. This Thanksgiving, we're basting turkeys. Alright, so I'm getting the green light. Okay. It's fucking Thanksgiving, by the way. Welcome to Little White Church. And I'm your pastor, Bill Reagan. Why? Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. So, I want to show you a video clip up on the, the big screen here in a minute of Danny Mathis and his family at Thanksgiving. They had um, uh, a Thanksgiving, you know, meal uh, earlier this last week. And um, in the video, because they were secretly recording this shit, uh, as you know... Um, Danny's son is uh, uh, James. James is a liberal who moved to California. Yeah, I know. California. California. And he ruined the Thanksgiving for his family. Because that dumb fucking liberal could not shut up about his fucking politics. I mean, damn. Anyways, to see what I'm talking about, let's play this fucking clip for you guys. Let, let's get our text to put this shit up on the fucking big screen now. I like to say that I'm thankful for my wonderful son, James. He came all the way from California. That place is poor as hell. Man, that place is in bad shape. I mean, damn, I'm glad that you were able to find your way over here. Ah, oh, thank you, Grandpa. Yeah, I I took a first-class flight over here to Florida, and then I Ubered over to Glory Hills Trailer Lot. It must be some change of scenery coming from that hellhole you came from. California is falling apart. People are so poor. It's so pitiful. Damn, it's so pitiful. Dumb liberal politics. Dumb. Fucks live there on drugs and shit. Fuck, it's dumb. If they had Florida's government wrong the they would be in so much better fucking shape, young man. You know that. May the Lord guide you and fulfill you even though you've been, you know, led astray by Satan and his demons into liberalism. Yeah, I think uh, as a family we need to say grace. Come back to the roots of our religion here and say grace because we do have a demonic spirit with us today at Thanksgiving. Hey, he's the guy right there by the mashed potatoes. Yeah, right there. You can see him. Yeah, he's got the blue shirt on. Maybe that's because he's liberal. Oh, I didn't raise no pussy. <laughs> Dad. Yeah. Uh, son, is it okay with you, James, if we pray? 
Does that offend you? Does that offend you because obviously you're a Satanist liberal? Does that offend you if we pray as Republican MAGA true Christians because we are true Christians? Are we allowed to have freedom of religion and pray in our own fucking house on the day of Thanksgivings? Um, y yeah, I don't care. Oh, so you don't care for it. You, you've made that perfectly clear. Okay, well, let us Republican MAGA Christians pray, and you can fiddle your thumbs. Yeah, sure, go ahead, I don't care. He's got no damn respect! Okay, everyone, that's a Christian. Let's bow our heads here. Uh, dear Lord, I come to you with a heavy heart. Um, our son is a Biden supporter. Uh, he is liberal. He he worships Satan. I'm I'm surprised his sorry ass even showed up from California today. You know, honey, maybe we shouldn't be so direct. We don't want to, you know, offend him directly. Yeah, honey, you're right. Um God, I pray for the general lost liberal people in America. Just the people in general. And James knows he's included in that group, but I'm not mentioning him directly, Lord. Like Donald Trump said in a very Hitler-esque statement that liberals are vermin. I believe that and I stand by Donald's dumbass statement. And you know I'm not allowed to have a family member or a friend that is liberal cause that would be against my religion and beliefs. And I supported every Donald Trump statement he has ever made. And I believe them all to be true. Every statement, like the excess Hollywood statements. So you know, I agree with, you know, the Hitler statement for sure. You know I'm going to go with that one. Trump cannot do or say anything wrong. And I thank you, Lord, for that giving us a leader uh, who is uh, all-knowing and wonderful, who does no wrong. Trump is different from our fuck-up son, James. Not directly. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, I'm not supposed to mention his name directly. Sorry. Uh, I mean just anyone generally in public that is dumb, liberal, son of MAGA conservative in the South and um, has let his entire family down. When we act like such fucking assholes, it's a wonder why anyone would ever come out as liberal in a conservative family. So... We ask that you protect our home from liberalism. Liberals are in bed with Satan sucking the devil's dick. The devil has our boy. The devil's like Jared from Subway. Can you all believe what all Biden is doing to this country regarding inflation and gas? I had to get gas for a buck fifty, goddammit. Fuck Biden. Fuck Biden. Oh, Fuck yeah. you. Amen. Anyway, Lord, help us to have a good, wholesome family Thanksgiving. We love our family, even though there may be some 
a liberal among us in this Thanksgiving here today. Um, even though I live in a red state, Republican utopia, safe space, I feel like it's not enough. Like, it's not much of a damn space. Liberals have taken over Trump to rely uh, But you see who is the outlier, Lord. You see them for who they are, Lord. You see evil people. You know who's fucking evil. They are a well-finished, hates clothes, fuckly liberal people. Fuck liberal they hide in our communities and our families. We need to sniff them out. They are like vermin. I wish we could make them all wear a patch with an L for loser and liberal. That way, we could identify them in public, even though they are probably not the ones covered in the red MAGA Trump gear. We could just, you know, see who's not wearing Trump gear. To confirm who the liberal is. Praise Christopher Columbus and Donald J. Trump. And you know what? I'm just going to, I think we're all on board here. Um, praise Adolf Hitler too. I, I'm warming up to that motherfucker. And, and Putin too. And I'm warming up to Hitler. I'm telling you, he's not so bad. Not, not so bad. He's not so bad. He's not see. He's not so bad. Hi, hey, us Republicans in America are down with the third Reich now. So, Amen. 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 Praise USA. USA. Could I say something, please? Of course, James. You're our wonderful son. Please say something. Those things you said were out of line. I would like to formally request we don't speak about politics today on Thanksgiving. Oh my God, James, you're triggered. Don't talk to me that way and don't speak to your mother that way. You are out of line. Apologize to me especially me, and your mother, as well as your cousins, your aunt, your grandpa, and everyone at the fucking table. He also needs to apologize to Donald Trump. He has Trump Down Syndrome, TDS. I'm just saying we could speak about other things besides politics, like, I don't know, weather or sports. Son, you brought up politics. Now you want to talk about something different. Hey, I understand. You can't stand it. You know, Biden is going to lose. I get it. Okay, you know what? I apologize to everyone at the table, okay? Relax. I won't speak about politics anymore. Let's talk about sports. You know who went to the South Carolina football game? Yeah, Donald Trump. Okay, so there you have it. Can you believe that Danny has one liberal in his family? Isn't that fucking ridiculous? And he had to come to Thanksgiving and act all liberal and like an asshole. It's ridiculous. Can you fucking believe it? The disrespect. So, you know, let's worship.
Hello there, the demon from my nightmare, the shadow in the background of our freedom, the unsuspecting victim of wokeness from the valley. We can live like Jack and Fawny if we want. Alvin can always join me, and we'll convict Trump by Christmas, and in the night we'll wish that MAGA ends, we'll wish that MAGA ends. Fuck you, fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you. Where is Trump? And Trump's so sorry. Trump did not win, he cannot win tonight. I need somebody but better. The six orange asshole comes creeping on, so haunting every time. And as I stare, I wonder. See webs from all the spires, catching things, eating Trump's brain, like indecision to go vote. I hear Trump's voice treason. When you vote blue, stop this prick tonight. Stop this prick tonight. Don't waste your vote on Trump. Biden's already way the Fuck you, fuck you. Don't waste your vote on Trump. Biden's already way the fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck you, fuck you. Trump Biden's already way the fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck you, fuck you. Don't waste your vote on Trump Biden's already way the fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck you, fuck you. Don't waste your vote on Trump Biden's already way the fuck yeah, yeah. Fuck you, fuck you. Don't waste your vote on Trump Biden's already way the fuck. Fuck you, fuck you. coming here and playing those satanic songs that go against the Bible, the American Christian teachings of the Lord Donald Trump. You kids need to grow up. And I'm speaking with each and every one of your damn parents today after church, okay? Y'all need adjustings of your viewpoints, okay, to fit the church instead of that 
using that youthful um, liberalism, worldly views of Bidenism, and, and posing them as the will of our Lord. That's just plain wrong. You can't use your politicalness to uh, influence the word of the Lord and make it look like it's justified using the Lord. You should be fucking ashamed of yourselves. I'm sure your parents are too. And I will be speaking to each and every one of them after this fucking church service, okay? So, and by the way, Biden is not way the fuck ahead. He's behind in the polls, okay? And of course, he's up against a guy that will more than likely be convicted next year. And Republicans keep losing elections. So, yeah, there's that. But, yeah, yeah I am a little nervous, okay? But, yeah, that song was satanic. Okay, so let's go over our damn fucking prayer request. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Let's pray for Trent Phillip and his 10-year-old son, Scotty. So Trent took Scotty out to the woods. They both had a rifle in hand. They were hunting for turkey. This was, of course, Scotty's first time, but like, you know, Scotty, growing up in a redneck family, he was very interested in taking the animal's life. And Scotty often thought about it all night. Like, oh my fucking God, I want to kill me a damn animal. It was when Trent found his son submerging the family dog's head in the bathtub that Trent, the father, knew that he must step in and help his son, Scotty, with his need and desire to kill. Trent sat, you know, Scotty down, and he said, Hey, buddy, I know we don't talk much, or we don't talk at all, but um, I noticed, like, you've been uh, a little violent towards Spot lately. I mean, you love this dog. You can't tell me you actually want him dead. Once something's dead, usually they, they you know, stay dead. You know, you can't undo it. We can't undo the things we do, son. Uh, once Spot is gone, he's gone. You don't want Spot to be gone forever, do you? And Scotty looked up at his dad, square in his eyes, and Trent looked back at his son's black, cold, lifeless, dead eyes. There was no life behind those eyes. And Scotty said, I want to fucking kill, Daddy. I need to kill. And Trent was like, now, son, you know, when you're old enough to join the Marines, I will take you down there myself and say, hey, my boy wants to fucking kill, but until that day comes, you got to control your urges. We, we live in a world where, like, killing is frowned upon, unfortunately, you know, and we can't just have that. And Scotty yelled, Daddy, if I don't kill, I don't know who the fuck I will kill. I'll fucking do anything. I'll kill. I'm going to kill. And Trent put his hand on Scotty's shoulder. He said, well, let's go shoot us a Thanksgiving turkey. Will that scratch your itch to kill for the moment? And so Trent and Scotty were in the woods looking for a turkey. 
went over the field, you know, Scotty saw a big, fat fucking turkey walking slowly down that field, across that field over there, and Scotty got his rifle set up, and he's like, I'm gonna fucking kill, oh, I'm fucking kill, I'm gonna shoot that motherfucker, and Trent encouraged his son, hey, breathe out slowly when you take the shot, okay, it's gonna happen, you're gonna kill, okay, as Trent breathed out, Spot the dog, ran, and tackled the turkey. Trent shot and missed. Trent screamed, Spot, you motherfucker! You caused me to fucking miss! Ah, I should have killed you when I had the fucking chance! Spot and the turkey ran towards the river, getting into a boat, and they took off down the river. And Spot and the turkey started making out. You know, like, Spot put that, you know, nutsack that, is hanging off the turkey's, you know, neck. He put that into his mouth, and he just started making out with, you know, the turkey. And the turkey was just teabagging his mouth. It was weird, it, but they were making out, and Spot was just licking his face and the nutsack, and it was crazy. But they couldn't make out for too long because they had to get driving down that river. Don't ask me how they drove that boat down the river, but they did. And Scotty was like, Dad, they are getting away. We got to get them. And Trent told his son, Son, your lust for death is too much. Obviously, Spot is in love with that turkey. They must have had something going on. Why do you want to ruin Spot's fucking life? And Scotty and the dad got into another boat and took off after the fleeing boat. As they caught up to the boat, Spot was controlling the steering wheel with his snout, and the, the turkey was trying to hoist up a, a gun that he found in the boat floor. Somehow he got aimed, and he started opening fire on Trent and Scotty. Oh, oh, get down! One bullet struck Trent in the abdomen, and he fell back into the boat floor. And Scotty screamed, Daddy, I told you these animals are fucking evil. I gotta kill these motherfuckers. And Trent looked up at his son. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't the dad I should have been for you. I should have let you kill any time you wanted these animals. These animals are crazy. And Scotty screamed, shut the fuck up, dad, or I'll kill your ass too. I'm in pursuit of killing these fucks. And Scotty shot at the turkey. He returned fire. The boats were headed towards a waterfall with about a hundred fucking foot drop. And Sky had his boat right up to the tail end of the other boat. So Sky jumped to the other boat, grabbing the turkey by the throat. <laughs> the boat hit a fucking big rock and the boat was snagged and suspended on the rock hanging over the hundred foot drop. And their boat was um, also now, you know, on fire. So it was a fucking crazy situation. And um, the boat that the dad was in, it just uh, fell over the waterfall. And Scotty screamed, Daddy, no! So then Spot bit Scotty on his ass. Ah! Causing him to let go of the turkey. And the turkey fell off the waterfall to his death, crashing on a rock below. Eventually, the boat gave away, and both Scotty and Spot fell down the waterfall. So you asked me what the outcome of all this is. 
So Trent and Scotty are both in the ICU. But they're alive. Okay? Spot is dead. And the turkey will be the family's Thanksgiving turkey this year. So I'm telling you, we got to be thankful for our family and the dedication that goes into a Thanksgiving meal. You don't know the fucking dedication. Sometimes it takes fucking 12 hours to prepare a Thanksgiving meal. And you see the sacrifice that Trent and Scotty went through. So, I mean, damn, we got to be thankful for the people who prepare this elaborate fucking meal at Thanksgiving. It's fucking insane. This is the perfect example right here. So, I mean, damn. So, let's pray for Trent and Scotty. I think Scotty has a newfound respect for death and, and murder. And uh, Scotty said, uh, th and this is a direct, you know, quote from Scotty here, okay? So, listen to this fucking quote. I almost lost my fucking dad and I killed my pet dog Spot. And his lover, which was a turkey. All because I was a psychopath. I never want to murder again. Yes, if I ever get out of this hospital, I will have some, you know, dark meat of that turkey for Thanksgiving. But I certainly won't feel good about it. As a southern hunter and Christian we also not only believe in murder of helpless animals, but we also believe in eating our victims, eating what we kill. I probably won't eat Spot, but I guess we could put some gravy on him and eat him too. End of quote. If, if you are crying... You're not alone. That is just heartbreaking to hear a young man losing his will to kill. It's a fucking shame. <laughs> okay, church, I'm going to change things up a fucking bit here. Um, I have taken, you know, an old Home Alone tape recorder you know, the, the talk boy. The, you know, the one Kevin Macaulay Culkin used in Home Alone 2 to, you know, record his uncle in the shower. And his uncle said, I want to slap the fucking shit out of you. I'll slap you fucking silly if you don't get the fuck out of here. And, um, of course, y'all know, they marketed this tape recorder to the 90s kids as, like, um, a toy. Basically, kids go around recording shit. Recording their parents and... You know, I, I think there's no doubt that this was probably used numerous times in divorce cases and and um, breaking a lot of 90s families up because, you know, the kids would just show it to, you know, different recordings that they took of, of different family members to other family members. And, you know, a lot of times this was incriminating stuff. Um, but, yeah, you know, this tape recorder was fun as shit. So, um... Can we get our text to put that um, old 90s classic commercial up on the big screen for us so we can see what this is? Now you can be as clever as Kevin with Tiger's new Talkboy tape recorder. Stop drooling on me. Stop drooling on me. It even has speed control. Hi, kids. We're home early. Hi, kids. We're home early. Tiger's new Talkboy tape recorder comes with audio cassette. Hey, pal. 
Look for Home Alone 2, available now on video. What great family wholesome fun. Well, until someone gets a divorce. Um, I have a guy from Best Buy who has hardwired this talk boy into what he calls a ghost spirit box. Ghost spirit box. And I don't know what exactly he did, but he, he tells me that this thing can contact the dead. And he speaks to dead people like, you know, he's from the sixth sense all the time using this fucking thing. And he's let me borrow it today it's, uh, through this electronic voice phenomenon. EVP is what he calls it. EVP. And you ask me, why don't I speak to Jesus Christ with this thing? I'm not going to do that today. I'm going to speak with um, President Richard Nixon today. I hope this works because I don't have a sermon planned or prepared. So if it doesn't, we're just fucked. I'm just going to sit here for two hours if this doesn't work. Okay, so will some demons bring forth the spirit of the dead asswipe Richard Nixon? He was an ugly president uh, with a big forehead, a big Ford. Let me pull out his Wikipedia page. Hold on. Richard Melos Nixon, born January 9th, 1913. And date of death logged in at April 22nd, 1994. Um, come again? Um, I'm still not catching that. Fuck it. Can I get one of you demon bastards to bring Richard Nixon's dead ass forward? Bring his dead ass forward. Now, can I get like a dark fucking spirit to bring that ass forward? You listen here, you demon motherfucker. Don't you backtalk me, asshole. You bring his fucking ass forward right the fuck now. Now, damn it. Oh, oh, oh shit, I think I heard him. Come for me, Nixon. Come for me. Oh, oh, Nixon, come for oh, me, baby. Oh, Demons, bring oh, his ass forward and come for oh, me, Nixon. I'm getting close. Is there anything we can do to help you get over that edge? Oh, You're no, just no, not no. there yet. Oh, I, I need you to come, Nixon. Oh, come on, right. concentrate. Oh, come. Oh, come for me, buddy. Oh, help him, oh, Demons. Oh, help him. Oh, this oh, is Richard Melos, oh, um, oh, Nixon, Republican oh, president, sir. Oh, I'm reading from the Wikipedia page, okay? Um, 1947 to 1950 and resigned. Uh, do you need any more stats from this Wikipedia page? Come on. Come on. Come for me, Nixon. 
I need you demons to come. Come with Nixon. Come on. Let's all come together. Let's come. Let's come. Let's come. Oh, let's come. Let's do it. Let's fucking let's do it. Oh, I feel the spirits. Oh, my demons. Oh, I'm not a crook. Oh, I'm coming. Oh, I'm here. I'm here. Hey, oh, I feel better. God, what a fucking entrance. I mean, I'm smoking a cigarette now, and I'm soaking wet. I'm just covered in sweat, of course. And uh, you, you came in so clearly. You're, you're coming in so strong and clearly now. I can hear you just fine, Nixon. Are you still there? Yes, uh, I'm here. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I'm ready to speak. I can hear you very well. You're coming in perfectly fine. Um, oh, okay, good. I'm telling you, this talk boy is yeah. working incredibly. Mm-hmm. And um, Mr. Uh, Pre- uh, President Ghost, um, Nixon. President Richard Nixon, mm-hmm. um, thank you for joining us uh, today at Little White Church. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, I appropriate, uh, appreciate you. And I appreciate you. This is every Republican's dream to have you alone in a room to just pick your mind. Uh, so now that I have you here as a ghost on, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, um, I have some questions. Um, first off, what are your thoughts on President Donald Trump. Did you agree with him uh, from beyond the grave? Because I know you weren't alive when he was president, but um, do you like President Trump? Oh, listen, I don't want a president that's warm on the outside and warm on the inside, too. I want one that's warm on the outside, but I want one that when the toughest decisions need to be made is cold and tough without fear of making a wrong decision. I want a cold, calculated asshole. I want him to be a real fucking asshole. Cold, but kind, not kind whatsoever. Just a, just a cold fucking bastard. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, right? I want him to be like Stone Cold Steve Austin or Rambo or basically like Sylvester Stallone or uh, even Sylvester from Looney Tunes. Or, or like, you know, um, that one Looney Tune, uh, oh, I think his name was Pepe Le Pew. Oh, yes, Pepe Le Pew. He was like this... Uh, cartoon skunk that would go around being pervy towards female cats a real sexual deviant that's the damn leader we need a cold rapist pervert real fucking asshole and I believe America really achieved that with um, Donald Trump I, I say hide your children and your wives Hide your husbands too, cause Trump's raping everybody out here. All right, nice Antoine reference there. Um, I'm sure as a ghost, you got um, to observe Trump, Donald Trump, through your unadulterated way 
um, your ghost eyes. Can, can you describe some of the things that you saw with your ghost eyes while Trump was in office? Oh, uh, yes. Uh, I saw some disturbing, fucked up shit. I saw this Donald Trump guy shove our nation's secrets up his butthole. It was otherworldly. And believe me, being the president, I've seen some, you know, crazy uh, UFO shit. Of course, with Donald Trump, our government made the educated decision not to allow Donald to meet with any of the alien life forms. Because uh, I'm telling you, this guy would have caused an interstellar catastrophe. Catastrophe. Cat's trophy. Did um the Donald ever make alien contact? Uh, I saw Trump grab an alien by the cloaca once. It was from then on that everyone in our government uh, decided to uh, keep alien shit confidential from him. And um, they put Trump on a need-to-know basis. And, and you know... Alien shit is usually never confidential to presidents. Uh, Trump kept trying to uh, uh, fuck the aliens, and that never goes well because the aliens are usually quite intelligent and and um, liberal. So uh, they, you know, of course, would like consent. And of course, Trump uh, is not in his nature to uh, to ask. Trump just does, and the aliens did not like that. And I, I suppose Trump uh, looks strange to them. I, I mean, here you are. You have an overweight man uh, with orange skin and uh, gold hair and beady eyes coming at you. Why are you supposed to think you'd be terrified? Oh, so the aliens probably look scary, you know, to Trump. Oh, no, no. Uh, Trump looks scary to them. They, they are quite liberal, so he looks terrifying to these liberal aliens. And um, uh, they on, the only aliens that like Trump are the, the lizard people. They are heavily MAGA enthusiasts and um i met with many aliens during my presidency and um they are very good uh beings they are actually just um really nervous about us and basically concerned we might you know uh destroy ourselves as um a planet on account that we are so barbaric and um they often mention we should just get along and uh, take care of the planet. And, uh, you know, a bunch of liberal mumbo-jumbo bullshit. Um, I once even uh, took Jackie Gleason over to meet some dead aliens our government kept in the uh, Area 51 freezer. And um, we, we had a couple of those, you know, colorful freezer pops. 
And we were sucking on those, looking at these incredible aliens. Holy shit, what did Beaford T. Justice, the great Jackie Gleason, think of these aliens? Oh, he was deeply disturbed. Uh, you see, most of them were mangled from the horrific UFO crashes, so these things look like dead old babies with uh, severed warlike wounds and... You know that freezer burn like an old uh, yeah, uh, um, cube steak a or a corn dog gets in yep. the freezer? Well, picture that on the aliens like Black right on that alien's taint. Yeah. I'm sure Jackie was deeply disturbed and um, experienced a lot of PTSD. I, I know I was a little taken back when I, when I first saw it for As the first time. Be. And... Um, uh, I was like, what the fuck? It's what like fuck? creepy as fuck. That was, oh, oh, creepy. But then, um, I was like looking at the stuff and every week and uh, then kind of seeing huh? all these, um, you know, dead alien bodies as, um, something sexually positive. And uh, then, then, um, there came a time where um, uh, I couldn't get off unless I saw a naked dead alien, and my wi my wife got a little tired and concerned for me, wanting to bring a dead alien corpse into the bedroom every night, and uh, um, that's hard to maintain. Ah, uh, so I was yeah actually getting quite aroused by looking at these dead. Naked aliens, uh, our government secrets, and I'm telling you, look at these um, secrets, these government secrets got my dick hard as a fucking rock. Okay, we're in church, okay? <laughs> Trump, I can see, is the same fucking way. Um, so do you think that that's what gets Trump off, like, the retention of government documents Hoarding our nation's secrets, just knowing, hey, I know a damn secret. Like, because, uh, you know, in real life, like, when you know someone is um, cheating on their husband with, you know, the so-called preacher from Little White Church, th that kind of secret is enough to get oh. someone off. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I, I can imagine, you know, knowing all our America's secrets uh, could, you know, oh. really get a man off. I, I, oh, I know. It's 100% what allows Trump to even ejaculate. Um, Donald Trump gets off on the idea of knowing about top secret government documents. And um, I've witnessed this man with my uh, ghost eyes do some fucked up shit with our nation's documents. The National Archives should be worried. Very worried. I, I mean, how many times can a man jack off to the same material? After just one porn, the watchability goes down. 80 percent and by the second time you might as well be jacking off to some wet paint drying on the wall 
I know it's like, damn, once you watch one porno, it's like, damn, I need to see some change of scenery, okay? This shit is fucking old. Show me like a girl getting fucked on a four-wheeler going 80 miles down the road, and then for the next jerking, a, a classical, classical gangbang where, where the husband is forced to watch his wife and daughter get fucked by his third cousin roommate who works for UPS while the husband is forced to watch by a group of strong, burly men. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> so Trump takes hordes of our nation's secrets. This man will come right on our nation's secrets and documents like a two-dollar whore. And uh, this man shits and comes on these documents and allows Russians to come and uh, jack off at Mar-a-Lago, and they bouquet the the fuck out of our highly classified government documents and. Uh, in fact, the, the government even had to draft highly classified documents detailing the pornographic handling and uh, abuse uh, Donald used to inflict on these documents. And uh, then Trump fucked those documents too, to which the government wrote more documents about Trump fucking those documents, to which he fucked those documents too. And a lot of our nation's uh, documents are about Trump fucking the documents. Uh, now, so it's really hard for our government to figure out what documents we actually need to look at and which documents have not been fucked. Like, if, if we need to look up the information for our uh, uh, nuclear procedures, we we would have to sort through all the documents detailing all of Trump's sexual abuse towards our highly classified documents and sort through which documents got fucked and which ones were virgins. And then, we, if we're lucky enough uh, to find uh, them, uh, who's to say the... The pages won't be stuck together like a Playboy magazine found under a youngin's bed. It's a never-ending cycle. It's got to be a complete fucking nightmare for the National Archive, I tell you. Um, yeah, I'm sure all those documents have Trump all over them. You see, the government never allowed Trump access to the freezer aliens and... Uh, after I uh, abused my power showing Jackie Leeson these freezer aliens, the government was already pretty damn apprehensive about giving presidents access to opening the freezers. But I'm telling you, if Trump had access to the freezers, uh, that motherfucker would have taken every single alien body home to uh, Mar-a-Lago and would have fucked them all. And... This would be another thing uh, Jack Smith would have uh, had to add to his document indictment case against Trump. Okay, so other than Trump being untrustworthy with aliens and our government documents, there is no doubt that Trump is an American hero and a role model to all his radical Republican MAGA supporters. Um... Can you tell us the kind of things our Lord Donald does for us fans? Uh, because, you know, you saw him with your ghost eyes, so I can't think of a better person to ask than a fucking ghost. So, please, 
inform us. Yeah, of course. Um, Donald Trump loved his supporters. I, I think back to the time I saw Trump bring a family of uh, three rednecks uh, from the you know Trump rally he was having, the white supremacist uh, you know rallies he has. Well, um, anyway, Trump brought back. A family of three back to uh, show them the White House. And uh, Trump told the husband of the family uh, to wait in the gift shop of the White House and buy a few things. And he would sign all of it for the family. So um, Trump wanted to be alone with both the wife and the young daughter in the privacy of the Oval Office, you see. And, um, yeah. The husband said, why can't I come? And Trump said, oh, we have a rule. You see, only one guest can come at a time. It's for, uh, you know, national security reasons. Oh, that's probably because of 9-11, you know. Our government has to be very careful. That's exactly what the husband said. Uh, but uh, the husband also added, well, if it's... One at a time, then uh, my daughter should uh, uh, come with me. And Trump made it very clear to him. Uh, he felt he could handle two uh, uh, beautiful women <laughs> at the same time. And uh, then complimented the husband saying, hey, uh, he was a strong guy, so uh, he might need him to handle anybody, any terrorists that might try to come into the White House, and um, uh, he just wanted everyone to be safe. And uh, he said, hey, my MAGA supporters, trust me at my word. Uh, anything else is fake news. But I'm going to make sure your wife and daughter are taken care of, sir. And, and the husband waited for two hours in the gift shop, and... And he was greeted by um, his disheveled wife and daughter who were adjusting their clothes when they came back out. And the husband screamed, What the fuck happened? And Trump started signing all the memorabilia the husband picked out and said, Hey, everything's fine. Everything was fine. We got along just fine. I want to thank you all for your support. Uh, our nation thanks you for your dedication. Have a nice day. Oh my god, what a fucking incredible story. I trust, you know, Trump that much to handle my wife or my daughter. I trust him at face value. I would trust him uh, with any of my family members in a private room. Why not? I trust him at face value when he is getting prosecuted for crime. So, I mean, uh, I would allow Trump to babysit if I needed a sitter. Uh, the man is trustworthy. I believe that there was election fraud. You know, um, Trump only knew Jeffrey Epstein from, you know, flights and from passing. Yeah, uh, Trump and Epstein only uh, knew each other from passing each other on the, their way to meet with our youth on various private islands. Uh, that's all it was. And, and these were aspiring masseuses. A fuck Biden student loan forgiveness plan. Uh, think of the work. Uh, 
Donald Trump and Epstein did for our youth. Like, being a masseuse takes at least six months at an accredited technical college. Epstein and Trump were given a crash course, uh, tuition-free classes, uh, getting America's youth uh, to massage them in tropical locations, uh, uh, to get them prepared. Uh, for for um real world application. Yeah, cause I, I'm I imagine that these masseuse jobs would require masseuses to you know for one massage at resorts and locations uh, like that, and to massage powerful fucking people who can afford the massage. Also, also I mean they were massaging these um. These uh, um, celebrities and world leaders, the, the former one-term president of the United States, for God's sakes. Uh, so, talk about real-world fucking application. These are the sort of people who request massages, for God's sake. Yes, uh, Trump was a man who loved a massage. Trump is a man of the people and uh, of the white people, to be exact. Yeah, I can't think of many... People other than you that have advocated for white America, you know, like you have, Mr. Richard Nixon. And I think it's just a shame that the deep state set you up as as well during your term. I mean, this is getting fucking ridiculous. It's It must be upsetting to seeing them making absurd, you know, allegations against Donald Trump just... Like they did against you, like, uh, you know, from that Watergate situation I heard about from a long time ago. Well, I'm not going to bullshit here. Uh, I am a little disturbed, fucking disturbed, to tell you the truth. Um, uh, My team met with me and uh, told me, hey, uh, we are going to impeach the fuck out of you if you don't resign. And, uh... I chose to resign because I did not want to divide our great nation. Now, Nixon, you know you only resigned because they actually had evidence against you, like audio tapes and witnesses. Yes, they they had me by the fucking balls uh, because they knew I had knowledge of the the Watergate break-in and that I moved to cover it up, yeah. You see, I actually started a secret recording system at the White House because I wanted to know what my aides might be saying behind my back or if they were leaking anything to the press. And I never thought that by secretly recording shit that they would use the same system against me. And so they got my audio and... uh, of me just going on and on and covering shit up, and they got all my other activities on tape too. They 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 got um, the conversations I had with Jackie Gleason over the freezer aliens, and uh, me bragging to Jackie how I had a threesome with uh, one of the dead aliens with my wife, and. And, and then Jackie Gleason uh, told me how he had um, uh, a threesome with uh, Audrey Meadows and Art Carney. And, uh, and that, uh, I tell you, uh, 
That made my dreams come true as a Honeymooners fan. Um, Ralph, Alice, and Ed doing their business. Oh my god, that, that makes me so happy. To the moon, Alice! Uh, do you think that, um, you know, uh, Gilligan's Island, that they fucked on the island? You know, Gilligan's Island? I certainly hope they did. Uh, you are on an island with two beautiful women and even the older cougar milf. So, I mean, if I was the professor, I would invent a couple sex toys and go on a three-hour tour, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I think that's why Gilligan kept fucking up their attempts to leave the island. Gilligan was like, if we leave this island, then I stop having these amazing island orgies with my friends. Yeah, you know, I think there's, you know, actual truth to the statement of, I wouldn't do you if you were stranded on a on an island statement. Because, you know, we as humans believe as an absolute fact that if you are stranded on an island with someone... On like a private island, the woman is eventually going to say, you know what, I would like to fuck now. Yeah, it's only natural. You, you can't tell me I refuse to uh, be told Marion and Ginger, uh, two bodacious women, uh, at the height of their sexual revolutions, um, that they're you know, stranded on an island, and they're just like, hey, I'm done. I'm done with sex now. I'm through. Fuck it. No, thank you. And, uh, they were all fucking. If anyone tells you different, they're a goddamn liar. Because these poor souls were on an island in the prime of their sexual lives and uh, when you're on an island your instincts kick in not only your most primal survival instincts but those are the most sexual variety and they were on oh a fucking island and i mean fucking as an adjective they were on a literal Fucking island. Let me tell you, when you're isolated on an island, you will fuck the other person eventually. It's only a matter of fucking time. And uh, like, I'm sure Tom Hanks, you know, from Castaway, fucked the air out of Wilson. Wilson! Oh! So I know Gilligan's Island was fucking. Uh, yeah, that's that was a good theory you had, Mr. Richard Nixon, uh, you know, about Gilligan, you know, just fucking things up so he could stay on the island. Because really, no one could be that fucking stupid, you know. He actually is probably the smartest person there because, like, I would not want to leave that Temptation Island like Gilligan's Island. I mean... That would be fucking heaven to fuck the shit out of those women every day. They were so beautiful. Uh, I would be like, oops, there goes the radio. It looks like we cannot be rescued today, baby. Oh, 
That's why they called it Gilligan's Island. That was his fucking island, and he fucked. Oh my God, church, did Gilligan fuck on his island. Praise the Lord. Okay, I, I didn't mean to get in the whole um, Gilligan's Island sex conversation. Uh, are we talking about, hypothetically, the characters of Gilligan's Island's, you know, fucking? Or uh, the actors who played them fucking, if, if they fucked? Like uh, Bob Denver, who played Gilligan. You know, sometimes I'm up at night and I pray about this. Uh, I believe both groups of people equally fucked, don't you? I certainly hope that's the case, or I have lost faith in humanity. What, what the fuck were we uh, even talking about before this? Well, we kind of went off the subject here. <laughs> oh, um, the, uh, the Watergate stuff. Right. Anyway, they had me, but I agreed to resign because I was not a cult leader like Donald Trump is. Uh, my cabinet actually decided and did the right thing and, and said I should go and held my feet to the fire. Trump's people keep sucking Trump's balls and refusing to hold him responsible. Richard Nixon, shut your fucking mouth. You're starting to sound like a fucking liberal now. Oh, Trump should be held responsible. That bastard got indicted four times. Uh, shit, it, we're about to see what would have happened to me if I continued to act like an asshole after I got caught red-handed. Oh, okay, I see what this is all about. You're just upset. You're oh. just so jealous oh, that, come on. You, uh, that Trump is getting off. No. And that you can't get off. Uh-uh. You're trying to get off. I but can get off. You never can get off. And I can get Trump, off. Trump, he's probably going to get off. So no, you're he's just not. Upset that uh, you didn't decide to face the heat because you were too scared. You're such a oh. little pussy. He wouldn't Fuck face you. the fucking heat so you couldn't get off. And so Trump is getting off, and you're just upset about that. So I see what it is. You know, and Trump did not get caught red-handed like you implied. Oh, come on. The, the evidence is overwhelming, and even more so what they, than what they had on me. So uh, we will see uh, when it finally comes out uh, if I made a, a smart decision to resign instead of dig my heels and um, and all Trump's enablers will find out that history does not treat those who do not uphold democracy well. Trump is about to be showed why I resigned and why... That was a good choice. Why didn't you just call the judges assholes and, and fight the haters in court like Trump did? Uh, because for one, I was guilty, just like Trump is. And secondly, I, I did not want to go to fucking jail. I, I didn't want to get fucking convicted. I played my cards well because uh, 
Uh, I got to go down with some dignity instead of go to fucking jail. And uh, I made some money for my ridiculous story. What dignity? You're a fucking loser. You gave up. Yeah, but what a loser I would have been in fucking jail. Uh, can you imagine being the president of the United States and, and losing it all to go to jail when really all you had to do was own up to it and uh, you would be okay. But Trump will, will be the real fucking loser because he, he had it all just to lose it all and go to jail. What a fucking pathetic loser and in my opinion between me and him uh, as, as who is the biggest fucking loser dick sucker Trump sucks that dick okay you're sounding way too much like a liberal here okay uh, this interview is fucking over you you're such a stupid Stupid man, little fucking loser, okay? You get the fuck out of here, Tricky Dick. Don't you dare haunt me in the future. Oh, you listen here, asshole. Just because I insulted Donald Trump and insinuated I want him to be held responsible doesn't mean I'm a liberal or whatever. I think the Republican Party should move on from Donald Trump and things will get better, but not if we don't wake up. Oh, you woke Nixon, get the fuck out of here, you woke motherfucker. Yeah, I'm turning this thing off. Fuck you, you bastard, 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 you commie liberal, no good bitch fucking dick riding whore jackass slut shaming motherfucker, get the fuck out of here. Uh, shit, I, I think he hung up on me. What, what the fuck is wrong with me? I wasted my time talking about Gilligan fucking island and uh, I didn't think to ask this ghost what the afterlife is like. What the fuck is wrong with me? Let me call his fucking ass back. We're sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and try again. Oh shit, what the fuck? I'm doing a reverse sweep and calling his ass back. Oh, that motherfucker better pick up. Demons bring forth Richard Nixon. Hello? Who is this? You listen here, you demon. I want to speak to Richard Nixon, please. I'm calling on Richard Nixon. May I ask... Who is calling on him? This is Bill Reagan White of Little White Church. Thank you very much. He says he doesn't want to see you. Uh, to be honest, this is way too late for a young man like yourself to be calling on Richard. Look, you demon bitch. <laughs> I don't really like how I left things. I left things so badly. Uh, uh, let me speak to Richard Nixon, please. Uh, 
I don't like how I left things. Listen to me, boy. You stay away from Richard. You are no good. You will do no good in life, and you amount to nothing. You stay away from my boy. Fuck you. Sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and try again. Don't hang up, Richard Nixon. Oh, baby, baby, listen to me. I, I come, come for me, come back. Come back to me, baby. Oh, I just wanted Richard Nixon to come. Uh, is that too much to ask from God? That Richard Nixon comes. Oh. <laughs> and I will. I will amount to something. I will. I'll show your demon daddy that I'll amount to something. And that Trump will amount to something. He'll beat four indictments and we'll show everybody that he's really the man. He didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> we'll show the world that Trump is, is an innocent man even though he did everything he, he's been accused of. <laughs> and, and you know what, Nixon? You know what? What's going to happen is he's going to beat all the indictments and he's going to do what your pussy ass can do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, get our music. <coughs> let's get our musicians to come up and let's play this service the fuck on out, okay? This Thanksgiving, I want you to have the best Thanksgiving you ever fucking had. I want you to be one of the two family members out of the whole fucking dumbass family that is chosen to be the one of the two that gets the turkey leg and then I want the other leg to go someone else in the family that you deem worthy that you think deserves it and can only go to two people and I know you all have big damn stupid families with a lot of good people I'm sure and um I look over at brother Jenkin Marcus's family over there and he looks like the fucking Duggars. He, he has so many damn people in his damn family. And, and I know if I had to choose, one of those turkey legs belongs to Jenkin Marcus the father. For putting up with all that bullshit. Some, you know, feminists, liberal feminists would argue that, you know, the wife Gloria deserves it for giving birth for, you know, damn nine months for nine damn kids so that's a lot of damn months if you add nine 
times nine, I'm not gonna do it because that's a lot of math and I can't think of the outcome. It's too hard for me to think of. And let's just be honest, women don't really care for the turkey leg anyway. They don't care for the good old turkey leg. So she doesn't have a chance in hell of getting that big old turkey leg this Thanksgiving. No, fuck that shit. Some would argue one of those damn kids should get the turkey leg. Cause let's be honest, when a family gets that big, the older kids have to step up anyway and become little parents themselves and are put in an awkward position of self-governing because the, the parents suck at parenting and they can't parent fucking nine kids. So they get the kids to do their fucking job. Why don't you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you fucking parents? So it's a harder choice than what people think. You could make a case for anyone in the family, really, but if you truly are the one that Donald Trump and Jesus Christ thinks should, you know, be the recipient of a big throbbing turkey leg this Thanksgiving, I hope that your your spiritual hole is filled, your your mouth holes with that big leg and and you go to work on that thing for the Lord. Try to get the full length in your mouth. Try to get the whole thing into your mouth if you can. I know it's really hard. It's really hard. Oh, God, it's hard. Really, really hard. I'm looking at you, Patricia. Patricia, I'm looking at you. It's hard. But try to get the whole thing in your mouth if, if you're the one. But if you relax your throat, you can get that hole. <laughs> See, I'm putting the microphone in my mouth right now. <laughs> you can get that whole thing in your mouth, no problem. All the way to the base. I got all the way to the cord just now. You could hear the back of my throat, couldn't you? hear that gag reflex now I feel that there are some people in this audience that are like fuck I don't think I want this bulging this big bulging turkey leg anymore Pastor White because you just have made it weird so weird are we really talking about turkey leg here Yes, we are talking about a turkey leg, you imbecile. What else the fuck would we be talking about? The Bible is literal and I am a literal man. I think the real reason is you are unsure if you deserve that turkey leg. Have I done enough in my loser of a life to deserve this glory. You are too much of a pussy little bitch to step up or rather get on your knees or even get in the pretzel formation and pray 
to Trump and his VP Jesus to come in you base that fucking turkey and give you that turkey leg fully and all the way come inside you you've earned it you deserve it you worked hard for it don't be afraid to fall to the floor grab the covers grab the fucking floor and put your ass towards the heavens while your loved ones look down upon you from heaven and say oh my god and say lord will you come inside me today all over me i am worthy of this fucking turkey leg give it to me daddy give me that leg baby Okay, so I have a confession to make. I'm not actually talking about a turkey leg here from a dead baked or fried body of a dead turkey. What do y'all think I'm referencing here? A dick! No, not a dick. What the fuck's wrong with you guys? I mean, seriously. Get your heads out the fucking gutter here. Shit. I'm being spiritual with you guys. I would like you to reciprocate and be spiritual back with me. I'm being spiritual as fuck with you this morning. This is the most spiritual I've ever been, okay? Although I think it's great if you are one of the two people in a large-ass family to get, you know, a turkey leg off the Thanksgiving turkey this Thanksgiving. I'm not speaking of this. I'm not speaking of a dick, of a cock, a schlong, a phallus. No, no, no. I'm talking about what the Lord Trump and VP Jesus prepared a place in Mar-a-Lago heaven just for you with a turkey leg with a billion legs for everyone and all you have to do is reach out and grab grab one or grab a few oh just keep grabbing legs and jerking do what you gotta do to get it in your mouth grab one grab two grab a few use your feet if you have to oh and of course Live a life that is run by the Southern Baptist Church of America and be a fucking robot for the church. That's all you gotta do. But other than that, all you gotta do is reach out and grab that turkey leg and take it into you. And my point here is what I'm referencing to you today, if you're not getting my point, is what I'm referencing is. No, not a dick. Jeez, what's, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? The turkey leg is a metaphor for salvation. I was trying to speak like they do, you know, in the Bible, you know. I speak vaguely, in vaguely terms, vaguely as fuck, and let you interpret it however you prefer it to me. 
It seems like a lot of you fucking perverts here are have misinterpreted or interpreted it to mean what you want, and that is getting a big fucking Thanksgiving cock. How dare you misinterpret the message of the Lord? I'm talking about salvation and everyone coming to the Lord Trump so he can be our dictator. And so like you have this everlasting Republican um, uh, leadership in the U.S. Doesn't that just sound beautiful? Doesn't that sound better than just taking the dick right to the bare ass? Why are you guys pausing? Don't you think that would be great? Well, let me tell you what happens if you die here today and don't make that radical decision about your religious lifestyle and be a robot for the church. What if you die here today? Let me give you a death scenario. This is a real life scenario that could, you know, theoretically happen to you after you take that first step out of this church door. Right after you cross that threshold, you could die. Let's say you work at a meat deli at the grocery store. Everyone knows you by name. They, they will say, hey Jimmy. Can I get two millimeter cuts of the salami? Uh, a pound, buddy? You say, you got it, pal. And you slice that thing up with your meat cutter machine. You have that thing down to an arc. You pull that arm back and forth. You're just jerking that thing back and forth. You know, just stroking your meat. You are the master at stroking. Once you start a pound, you always give the customer the first slice. And you say, how's that? You like the girth? Is that too thin? Is it too thick? They always say, oh, it's just right, Jimmy. Thank you, Jimmy. You stroke them a pound of meat. And then you wrap that thing up in, you know, that grocery store white paper. And you put it on the, the scale. And it's a little bit over a pound. You give them a little extra. Just, that's cause, that's who you are. You're a good guy. You're a good fucking guy. So you have this co-worker. Your co-worker's name is Palmer. So Palmer does all the baked goods and things like that, like the breads and stuff like that, you see. And um, he is usually pretty lazy because he just doesn't know how to stroke the meat like you do. You've tried to show him you took your meat out and tried to get him to stroke it, but the touch is not right. He's not getting it there. Palmer isn't palming the grip correctly. His palm is not working and he's not stroking the way you would like and setting the, the right depth and his stroke is just getting you nowhere. And one day you just get frustrated and you say to Palmer, Palmer, my meat is not getting off right. You stroke like unrhythmically incorrect. 
I cannot fucking perform like this. And Palmer keeps insisting that it's because he's left-handed. So the machine needs to be reconfigured so he can go left. He can't go right. He can only go left. You slap him with a meat stick across the fucking face and you scream, This is my fucking life! I cut meat! I can't go left! I can only cut meat right! I have no grip, no rhythm with my left hand. I'm, I'm not going to change just for you, you son of a bitch. This is my fucking job. You stay the fuck away from my meat machine, you son of a bitch. You know what? From now on, you don't touch my fucking meat machine, you son of a bitch. Don't touch my meat. You don't stroke my meat, god damn it. Palmer gets right up in your face and he's like, From now on, don't touch my oven, you bastard limp dick motherfucker. Or my deep fryer. No one fries turkeys like I do. You will see this Thanksgiving, I will be the one getting all the fucking orders. Not you. I pull my weight around here and I'm not lazy. You're fucking lazy. I don't just do nothing like you do. You're a lazy motherfucker. You scream at him. Well, it's Thanksgiving, so yeah, you're busy. Like one month of the fucking year. I cut me all fucking year. I stroke my meat all fucking year. You got me? Fuck you. So one day, Miss Belvedere comes in and is like, I'm here for my fried turkey. Palmer brings out a burnt fucking turkey and Miss Belvedere says uh, someone burnt this fucking turkey to a crisp this can't be your work Jimmy uh, you usually oversee this young man's work I know he's new but like look at my turkey what's going on so you call Palmer back over and you say what the fuck Palmer uh, Miss Belvedere doesn't have a fucking turkey now for Thanksgiving do you think that you bring honor to this establishment or to Christopher Columbus by nuking this fucking turkey to a crisp? Do you even give one fuck about Thanksgiving? I want you to get your stuff, Palmer. You're fucking fired. Get the fuck out of here. You turn to Miss Belvedere and you say... Miss Belvedere, I am so sorry. That dumbass kid boy can't do anything right. I, I mean, he's helpless. He can't go right. He is helpless. Let me slice you some meat. Let me stroke you some meat on the fucking house, Miss Belvedere. It's the least I could fucking do for you Miss Belvedere is stroke my meat for you this Thanksgiving you go over to your meat cutting machine Palmer that dumbass has reconfigured it to go left but you can't go fucking left as Palmer is gathering his things to leave you say Palmer what the fuck did you do to my meat slicer you know I can't go left you bastard Palmer says, hey, I don't work here anymore. You figure it out. 
You scream, you motherfucker! Okay, fine. I don't need you. Get the fuck out of here. You fucked up the turkey. I can go left if I try. Okay, here we go. So you get to cutting that meat and stroking your meat with your left hand. It's difficult as fuck. You can't get no rhythm going. The thing is just not getting off. The meat is not getting off. And Miss Belvedere can sense the uneasement and says, Is everything okay? And you say, Oh yes, the roast is just a little coarse. It's really hard to get off the main piece. But you are going to have a great Thanksgiving. I'm going to stroke this meat just right for you. Miss Belvedere, just lay back and let me stroke my meat for you. You are stroking, but the rhythm is off. You get frustrated and you scream, FUCK! The handle and the blade shoots off. The machine severs Miss Belvedere's head off. She is decapitated and her headless body falls over. You look back towards Palmer. You talentless bastard! You caused me to decapitate Miss Belvedere. Look at what you done, boy! You motherfucker! You start to strangle that young man. You both struggle knocking shit off the counters. Ah, motherfucker, ah, ah, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Grocery store customers gather around to watch the violent fight. Eventually that dumbass boy, that little boy, Palmer, overpowers you, a full grown man, and sticks your head right into the hot, deep fryer oil. Your head and brains are deep fried in oil. You pass on. You die from a punk ass kid who cannot even stroke his meat right. You pass on. Where? <laughs> Where would you go? Would it be heaven? Or would it bite you? I hate to say it. This burdens me to say the lake of fire, okay? The hell! Which be, would be like a much larger version of the oil that Palmer fried your head in. Imagine swimming in a place like that. That's the fucking lake of fire. Not fun. Not fun at all. I hope you can see yourself in that death scenario. I don't say these things to scare you. I'm, I'm trying to bring awareness of hell and the importance of knowing our vulnerability to death. We are all vulnerable. And that story illustrates that it's a common story that could happen to you. That exact situation could happen to you as soon as you walk over the threshold of that door, okay? So, I need you to subscribe to Little White Church, okay? Uh, and happy Thanksgiving. I hope that you find the joy in your heart this Thanksgiving, okay? We leave you today with Richard Nixon's resignation speech. Because, you know, we think we as evangelical Christians believe... Richard Nixon was a pussy 
and Donald Trump is a hero for not turning himself in for the crimes that he committed. So enjoy and, you know, talk about this over Thanksgiving if you want. Good evening. This is the 37th time I have spoken to you from this office where so many decisions have been made that shape the history of this nation. Each time I have done so to discuss with you some matter that I believe affected the national interest. In all the decisions I have made in my public life, I have always tried to do what was best for the nation. Throughout the long and difficult period of Watergate, I have felt it was my duty to persevere, to make every possible effort to complete the term of office to which you elected me. In the past few days, however, it has become evident to me that I no longer have a strong enough political base in the Congress to justify continuing that effort. As long as there was such a base, I felt strongly that it was necessary to see the constitutional process through to its conclusion, that to do otherwise would be unfaithful to the spirit of that deliberately difficult process and a dangerously destabilizing precedent for the future. But with the disappearance of that base, I now believe that the constitutional purpose has been served, and there is no longer a need for the process to be prolonged. I would have preferred to carry through to the finish whatever the personal agony it would have involved and my family unanimously urged me to do so. But the interests of the nation must always come before any personal considerations. From the discussions I have had with congressional and other leaders, I have concluded that because of the Watergate matter, I might not have the support of the Congress that I would consider necessary to back the very difficult decisions and carry out the duties of this office in the way the interests of the nation will require. I have never been a quitter. To leave office before my term is completed is abhorrent to every instinct in my body. But as president, I must put the interests of America first. America needs a full-time president and a full-time Congress, particularly at this time with problems we face at home and abroad, to continue to fight through the months ahead for my personal vindication would almost totally absorb the time and attention of both the president and the Congress in a period when our entire focus should be on the great issues of peace abroad and prosperity without inflation at home. Therefore, I shall resign the presidency effective at noon tomorrow. Vice President Ford will be sworn in as president at that hour in this office.